Hello, Janine Kathleen here. Welcome to the Mindset Alchemy podcast, where we explore how to know intuitively, create intentionally, choose consciously, and be effortlessly. We explore the power of thinking, emotions, feelings, and words. We help bring you awareness, consciousness, and an understanding of what it is to alchemize your life so that you can enjoy it, expand it, and create magnificently and be the magic, marvelous, and miraculous person that you can be. Let's get on with it now. Hey, everybody. I am so grateful to have you join us along with a wonderful, wonderful lady, Jessica Barrett. When I met Jessica through, um, I think it was through Facebook, and we sat down and we had a one-to-one. Her heart and her passion and her compassion really, really stuck out. Jessica, thank you so much for joining me today. I so, so appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's lovely. It's a real delight. So thank you so much. No, it's wonderful. And I may add, Jessica has young children. So she's been dealing with all sorts of things to do with children, schooling and that sort of thing. Jessica, please share with our audience what you do uh, apart from being a mommy. Of course, of course. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Barrett. And that is who I am first and foremost. And all that I am follows. So yes, thank you, Janine. I'm a mummy to three beautiful children under the age of five. I am a therapeutic social worker. I'm a therapy informed practitioner. I'm a drawing and talking informed practitioner and Lego therapy with Think Bricks informed practitioner. I'm setting up my practitioner side, a sort of therapeutic interventions privately very soon, which will coincide very nicely with my therapeutic social work. I'm an entrepreneur, so I have an incredible, incredible platform, which I literally launched this month. Um, it's called Wellness and Business. Wellness and Business is will become the Google of well-being. It is the platform, the hub, the place to come when you're looking for well-being or wellness, when you need to implement that in your life, whether that's for the individual. So Sally, Tom, Harry, whoever, whoever you are, you're looking to bring that wellness into your life. You will log on to Wellness and Business and you'll find the relevant practitioner, what it is, therapist, counselor, life coach, nutritionist, personal trainer. It doesn't matter. We have a directory of incredible practitioners just for you. Even more excitingly, this is Wellness and Business is the bridge into the corporate, educational and charitable organizational world. So literally, these incredible organizations have abundance amount of staff, employees and clients. They have a duty of care to ensure that their staff and clients have um, the relevant training the um, and that they are investing in their staff and clients' well-being. There is that duty of care with well-being, especially with the pandemic and how wellness has been. It's you know it's even more paramount than it ever has been before. So it is for the organization to come say, hey, Jessica, look, I've got 50 uh, employees. They need some upskilling. They need a bit of wellness. We're looking for X, Y, and Z. Put it in a tender and I'll put it out to the relevant practitioners and they'll bid for it. It's so exciting. It's such a brand new concept. It hasn't been thought up and I've created it. And the funny thing is I've never, ever built a website in my life and I've managed to do it. <laughs> so that's been a challenge. <laughs> well done. Jessica, you. you are very passionate about this. What brought it into your awareness and what was the 
the catalyst for you to create it? My passion in life, in all capacities of what I do, even through my podcast, is to make a difference in other people's lives. That is my core passion. I'm now able to do that on a global, international and national level by elevating well-being practitioners' businesses, elevating those individuals, and therefore they're able to share their expertise to, to the world, whether it's via Zoom or whether it's in person. It's, it's that concept that has inspired me to create it so that I'm able to make wellness and the difference in other people's lives, as I say, on a grand scale. Oh, that is so amazing. What were you doing when you got this idea? What brought it about? Because I know you've had a few health challenges yourself, and that was one of your steps into wellness. What, besides your passion for life and the fact that you manage all this stuff, what is the raison d'etre behind the wellness specifically? Of course, and I'm very, very happy to share it. In fact, part of my healing journey from having PTSD after two very traumatic births um, was writing my story. I'm now a published author. My healing journey was through my story, birth trauma and triumph. Um, and it, it is that it was the catalyst of realizing that PTSD when it when it hit just before the pandemic did. Beautiful timing, of course. Thank you, universe. Precise, yes. <laughs> of course, of course. And um, and it was going through that journey when I called it the frying pan to the face moment. You wake oh, up, something really hits you, and you're like, yeah. I need to change. And how did the change begin for you specifically? I began, well, I knew my mental health wasn't um, as where it was or should be. For me, I was lost in my own identity as becoming a mom and, and all of that beautiful journey that most mothers, parents, fathers go through at some point. Um, it, it was when I had an anxiety attack. Um, never suffered with anxiety in my life. I had normal level, but not, not to the point where it, it was a standstill in my life. And therefore I sought the relevant therapist um, to help me through with EMDR and a year's worth of you know, intense therapy brought me back. That therapy, but alongside the journey that I went on within personal self-development is what truly enabled me to rediscover my passion, my life, who I am, the confidence that I have now and where I'm going in life. Mm -hmm. Now, with your therapeutic play, how have you taken that and applied it into your practice? And I love that you work with Lego. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So... With it, if we're sort of talking within the drawing and talking and the Lego yes. side of it, mm -hmm. that beautiful therapeutic intervention and approach is enabling it's and it's for adults as well. It's not just for children. And that's the beauty of this side of it. It is enabling a safe space between myself, the practitioner and, and child or adult or teenager client. Um, mm -hmm. It's enabling them to build on an attachment of trust but more importantly, to explore themselves through third person. So their inner self, their self, their subconscious comes out on paper or through Lego play. It is so profound um, and beautiful. And my role is to facilitate that and not analyze. There is no judgment. That is beautiful in itself. And it's very, very different concept into my other types of therapy where I offer do therapeutic parenting um, mm -hmm. to help parents and, and adopters and special guardians um, therapeutically parent children that have been through trauma and therefore is impacted on their attachment. Um, with the, the theraplay approach, 
So um, I'm fully qualifying in at the moment. I'm studying to qualify fully in the mm -hmm. play. That is all about the analytic understanding um, attachment and how that impacts on caregiver between child and caregiver and the different domains that I need to be using. I mean, and it's all done on video. It's, it's a lot of intense work, a lot of analytic, lots of reports writing, but it's absolutely profoundly life-changing. And mm gets me excited. <laughs> I hear this, I hear this. Have you been able to use this with your children or are they still very much too young? I, TheraPlay is really for individuals who have experienced trauma or mm. have attachment um, issue, related issues. Mm -hmm. So therefore I, I haven't used the TheraPlay with my children, but I've used some of the games that we play, some of the tasks, and that really, really helps to enable them to come out of their shells. So they're having what I call a moment of mm. um, experiencing big feelings, you know, and that can look like anything, whether it's angry, throwing stuff everywhere or completely going insular. I will help bring that out in a game, in a task to engage them, to make them feel safe, and then they can talk with me. Um, but I do drawing and talking and I've used that approach with them again, enabling a space for my children to explore how they feel. Um, so, yes, I, I often I do use adaptations into my own parenting. That is such a privilege because I'm seeing a lot of parents are very lost. I mean, we've gone from Dr. Spock's time uh, where he then changed his mind and through various um, ways and means. One of the things that is so interesting to me is when you mentioned about adults, because personally, I do help people with a lot of inner child work, and that does crop up so, so much. What have you experienced when working with people um, to do with the connection between our inner child play and being able to then parent ourselves back to where we can be? Very convoluted. Did that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'll do my best to answer. And please, if I don't quite answer it, pull me back. Um, okay. When I'm working within my therapeutic approach um, with, with adults and child, what I find, and of course, the, the parent brings their own set of traumas to the table. And, mm -hmm. and it, part of the therapy is for them, for them to explore themselves. And, and once they understand a certain element of value that they've carried or a trauma is impacted, it not only helps them process, but it helps them re shift a paradigm that they find within themselves and therefore understand the way they're parenting and, and make changes if they feel they need to, um, but more on a, on a conscious level so that they truly feel it. Mm, that is beautiful because I've seen so many times where children are parenting their parents. What has your experience with this been? And that is an absolute very sad truth but also there it's with any relationship whether it's child parent it's give and take of course but not on a level where the child as you say feels the need to parent their parent mm -hmm. and do you know what we do it it doesn't matter if that's what you're living right now give yourself the permission to forgive yourself move on own it recognize that that's happening and then say back to your child I'm here to keep you safe my role is to love you and keep you safe. Thank you so much for showing me you care and you understand. And just beginning to have those conversations can shift it back on parent, the transactional process of, of the relationship, parent and child. There still needs to be that element. As much as I say, it's a give and take. There still needs to be parent and child at a different level. 
That's beautiful. Thank you so much for that response. Yes, I must say I have seen that very, very much so. What do you do for fun and to parent your inner child? I'd have a very, very um, strict routine mm -hmm. uh, in the morning, and that's part of my overall well-being. So I'm, I'm a real big um, self-care influencer. I'm, I'm a big fan of self-care. Um, because my belief is if my cup's overflowing, everybody gets the overflow and my cup therefore mm -hmm. is for me without ever depleting myself. So that comes from self-care, understanding what sustainable self-care is. So the mind, body, soul, that synergy. For me to have fun, it is partly giving gratitude. I love doing it. I absolutely get such a sense of fulfillment in writing my gratitude out. Meditation in the morning, five minutes, that's all I need to help ground myself, set the intention for the day. I love to do workouts. Uh, just whether it's a walk, a bit of yoga, a full-on hit session, whatever it is, to get the but the physical body going, that's mm. fun. That's still fun for me. But the real element of fun, the hobbies, things, I love being with my children. I love taking them to national trust, experiencing different historical um, landmarks. I love shopping. I love being with my friends. I love sitting downstairs with my husband in the evening, watching some rubbish on TV um, so that we can switch off completely, having a conversation with him. My favorite thing at the moment where I am in my, my parent and where I'm in my life is to take the children. So last year we went to Warwick Castle to celebrate mine and my husband's anniversary and we stayed over in the Knights Village and it's, it's a bit of something for everybody but because I was surrounded in history there was food a lovely glass of wine in the evening the children were doing a night's learning how to sword fight I was just the whole thing was just magical and that brings me joy seeing them as being part of what it is that we're creating as a family. Wow that is amazing Jessica, how can people get hold of you? Because I really feel there's a whole host of people out there that can avail themselves of your services. Oh, thank you. Yes, absolutely, of course. So I do have my my own website. Um, my brand is Your Ultimate You. So um, I will give you the web link so you can absolutely um, share that. And then within there, you can click on to get uh, meet me through different social media handles, Facebook, uh, TikTok, um youtube and instagram so yeah there's no i'm i'm reachable very very accessible oh i think that's beautiful that is wonderful now because it's the mindset alchemy podcast what is the trending mindset you are experiencing currently in the people you're working with a lot of self-sabotage um guilt blame the, uh, the guilt especially with mums I, I do I do work with with fathers of course but I, I do a lot of work one-to-one -one with mums um the the sense of guilt that they feel they should have done this and they should have done that and the the lack of the lack of self-love mm -hmm. because they feel that it's selfish to do something for themselves rather than their child it's not ever selfish to do something for yourself it's self-full Yes. As I say, that's how you keep that cup overflowing by doing the little things that you love, whether it's going for a walk, enjoying a book or having a hot cup of tea, whatever it is. That's that's you loving you and therefore your children and whoever, your dog, cat, fish, husband, wife, get the best of you. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful because that is personal leadership. And as you know, that's the program I run. And I agree with you. Um, there's men also feel the guilt, not as much as the women because of the way society works, I feel. Um, it, it really is very, very present, that guilt mm. and 
oh, I can't do this. I might be taking it away from my children. What if you're giving it to them, teaching them that it's important to care for yourself? The what I have experienced, Jessica, and please, I'd love you to comment on this, is that when the child then does express, mommy, this is what I need, do you find that parents are open to listening to what their children are saying, or is there still a deafness in parents to their children's needs? I would say it's probably a split, a <laughs> bit of both. Yeah, That's um, honesty, yes, that's yeah, honesty. There is, yeah. <laughs> How do you address that? In my own parenting, do you mean? Well, more in your clinic, yes. I'd love to hear how you address it in your own parenting uh, and more in what you are working with people to shift the consciousness around it. It's about being mindful and being aware of who you are, so where you are. So if you're having a down day, because we all have them and it's okay to not be okay, then you're going to be less likely emotionally available to your children's needs. Um, You may be functioning, a functioning parent. That's still okay. It's okay. That's where it's so important. I love that phrase. It's okay to not be okay. It is okay. As long as you're doing your very best, that's good enough. That is good enough. So it's it's about a lot of it's about acceptance. Um, as I say, being mindful. So when you're having a, a better day, you know, when you were talking about your cups overflow, when you're feeling good and happy within, it doesn't you don't have to be having sparks coming out of your head. It's not on that level, just feeling content within then you're more likely to be emotionally available to your children and therefore able to listen to their needs rather than hearing what you're thinking you're hearing because there's other things going through your mind. And and as much as we consciously, it's important to make the intention to be emotionally, spiritually, physically available to your children, but also know we are human, give permission for the days that we're not, because again, we're not robots. It's not possible. Mm. Now, I know I didn't prep you on this or chat you about this. I saw a clip here, being in South Africa, and I know you're in the UK. Um, I believe the Princess of Wales is pioneering something to do with young children. Um, how do you, what are your feelings around that? Does it help boost what you're doing? Does it bring more awareness? What exactly um, is it? The Princess of Wales. Um... To be honest, I don't really follow the royals um, in, okay. in, in in lots of in-depth, but any work that um, Kate has been doing is is phenomenal. Um, she she absolutely upholds with the the, the royal values and and doing the, the work for children because that's something she's very passionate about. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's fantastic that she's able to use what resources she has available to her to help raise awareness and actually do the work. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry I put you on the spot. That's okay. It popped up on my TikTok that she was meeting somebody and had these lovely little smiley things for the shops. So a child could say, I feel like this or I feel like that. And I just thought, oh, wow, I haven't gone and explored it more. I just was very curious about it. Mm. So thank you for those that lovely uh, explanation. Now, I'm sad our time is coming to an end. Jessica, what... One golden nugget do you feel you would like to leave with our audience today? Simply that you're beautiful, own your your uniqueness. And on the days that you're not feeling your very best, give yourself a break. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I have a mantra, it's okay to be safe and it's safe to be okay. Because I find so many people go, 
is it okay to feel, you know, okay? Yes, it's safe to be okay because of that. Thank you so much, Jessica. I so appreciate you. People, go and look out for Jessica. As she said on social media, I will be popping her details in the show notes. And remember, your inner child requires love. Your children require love. And so do you. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful and incredible day. If you'd like to know more about working with me, reach out via my website. Details are in the bio. Please find me on social media and let me know what impacted you most about today's podcast. Also, if you enjoyed it, please consider leaving me a five-star rating so that more people can hear about the podcast. Have an incredible, awesome, and wonderful day. Bye-bye.